Welcome to the party, pal. The, the Michael Dukes Show. The greed and the entitlement is astounding to me. What more could you want from a low-budget radio program? This is a dumpster fire. That was just BS. It is time to get a new perspective. We know just what you need, and we've got just the cure. Open wide and prepare for a steaming hot cup of freedom. I just don't fathom it. The Michael Dukes Show, streaming live across the world. Ho, ho, ho. Who are you calling a... Good morning. How are you? It, it is the Michael Dukes Show, broadcasting live. Whoa. Across this, got to watch where I'm slamming my hands around. Across the state of Alaska on this, your favorite radio station and or FM translator, The Michael Duke Show, the final broadcast day of 2022. And um, man, I'm, 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 I'm ready. I'm ready. That's right. One final day to uh, to get your Christmas groove on. Well, I mean, you still got time because there's only four more sleeps till Christmas morning. Four more sleeps till Christmas morning. Oh, man, I got to tell you, I am ready to just I'm just I'm feeling it, folks. I'm starting to. You know, you know what it you know what it was? You know what it was and how can I thank you? How can I thank you the listeners? Uh it was the encouragement that I got mostly from the folks in the chat room, which by the way is the Cool Kids Club. If you haven't uh if you haven't uh gone out and visited us in the chat room this morning uh or any day, now's the time to do it. Today is the day to do it. Um, it's like the extra version of the show because not only do you get a chance to listen to the show, you get behind the scenes, you know, under behind the commercial breaks and we chat about things and we just we have such a we have such a good time. And so I have to thank, especially thank the um, the listeners who are in the chat room because they encouraged me last week. I proposed to just do no politics this week, nothing but Christmas stuff. And I got to tell you, it worked, man. It worked. I mean, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel very Christmassy. Very Christmassy indeed. Um, it is, um, it's so good to be with you. It's been, you know, the last couple, three years, been a, been a little rough. You know what I mean? I mean, been a little rough with all the... Stuff and things and COVID and uh, politics and elections and just all the stuff going on. And I got to tell you, today is the day that I am feeling it. And I had, you know, I I had some deep thoughts last night. Deep, deep thoughts. And I want to share them a little bit with you this morning. But more than anything, <clears throat> in, um, you know, this morning, uh, in hour one, I want... I'm going to share with you, but I want you to share. I want you to share with me. I want you to share. And yes, you're hearing my heater in the background because it's still 
12 below at my house, and I'm a wuss now, okay? Plus, there's no heat in the studio. So I'm a little bit of a wuss. So pardon the heater. It'll pop on throughout the show this morning, but only because I'm a little cold. A little chilly. I'm a, can I have one more lump of coal, sir? It's so cold in here. Uh, whatever. I mean, but I want to hear from you this morning. I want to hear what you have to say about your Christmas. I am blessed to be able to spend my mornings with you Every day, Monday through Friday, for the entire year. Well, most of the entire year. But you know what I mean. I'm blessed. And I have a lot more other blessings. I can count my blessings instead of sheep. Um, <clears throat> and we'll get into uh, we'll get into that here. In the, but uh, so I'm going to open up the phone lines. The phone lines are actually open already. So if you want to queue up, you can queue up and share with me your favorite Christmas memory or or whatever. I mean, I just want to I just want to riff. I just want to talk. I just want to chat. But first, I got to take care of the business of the day. So today, it's going to be you and me in hour 1. And we're going to just stir up the Christmas pot. We're just going to whip out and start slathering that Christmas goodness all over everything. Uh and then in hour 2, it's going to be uh me and Mike Shower. Mike Shower joins us. Mike Shower is going to get the last word for the year. That's a dangerous thing, isn't it? But Mike and I, <clears throat> again, not talking about politics, not talking about it. Nope. We are going to be talking about Christmas, his favorite Christmas memories, his, you know, his favorite foods and times and traditions and movies and you know, we're, we're it's going to be, man, it's going to be so much fun. Just like we did with Brad and just like we did with, with uh, Chris Story and everything else. It'll be the, it'll be Mike, I'm calling it Mike Showers Holiday Special. All right. That's hour two, Mike Showers Holiday Special. And so that'll be the final hour of the show this morning. I can't wait. Uh, but today is the fifth day of, of the five days of Christmas, courtesy of our friends at Satellite West, your local radio station, and um, and uh, and me. That, that is the five days of Christmas. Today is the final day that we are giving away a bivy stick. A bivy stick. What's the bivy stick? Well, it's a little tiny. How big is that? I don't know. I mean, it's a little bit. It's like twice as tall as a Zippo lighter. I don't know. It's 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 a it's a quarter the size of your cell phone. Anyway, it's this little tiny, teeny, tiny device that you connect to your phone via Bluetooth, and it turns your phone, your cellular telephone, into a satellite communicator. You can send text messages. You can send emails. You can track your location. It's got a little emergency button down at the bottom that if you have an emergency, you've fallen, you can't get up, you've got a flat tire, you flipped your four-wheeler over um, and uh, or whatever, <clears throat> you can push the button and it'll send an email and your location to whoever you've set it up to send it to. Uh, they've got a feature called Group Track where a handful of you, if you all have bivy sticks together and you're traveling through a valley, snow machining or hunting or hiking or biking or hang gliding or whatever, it will it will track everybody so you can see where all your other party members are. It's got all kinds of stuff. You just all kinds of stuff. And I have one final bivy stick for giveaway. 
to the listeners. And I've already drawn the name. So we'd like to say congratulations this morning to, uh, to Chris Cushman. Chris Cushman is the winner of the final listener bivy stick this morning. And we wanted to say congratulations to Chris. And by the way, say thank you to all the listeners who signed up to win this bivy stick. Let's call Chris this morning, shall we? I think we should. I think we should call Chris and see if he's awake and ready and ready to win. Let's find out. Let's let's do it right now because this is live radio. Why not? I mean, who else calls you at 6.15 in the morning? Let's see. He still may be sleeping. He may not be a member of the 6 o'clock club. Mm, not looking good for Chris. Yep, he's... He's a little bit of a layabout this morning. All right, well, we'll call Chris up at the end of the, near the end of the hour or at the top of the uh, next hour. We'll call Chris up and <clears throat> get him on the phone because I love that. I love, I love that feeling of people like, who, me? I won? Yes, you won. Chris Cushman, congratulations to, uh, for, for being part of the show and for winning today as well. Um, somebody said, I love the voice of, please, sir. Please, sir, may I have one more little piece of coal? It is so, so very cold in here. Bah, humbug. You're not allowed to. Bob Cratchit, back to work. Um, so, I don't know. All the voices in my head, I can't decide which one to listen to. So, there you go. That's, uh, I could do the whole Christmas carol all by myself. Just right here in the, in the thing. Uh, all right. So phone lines. Now that I've done the uh, I've done the obligatory stuff. Thank you to Satellite West. Thank you to uh, thank you to uh, the local radio stations. Thank you to me for helping to sponsor this. Oh, and thank you to Bivy, because by the way, Bivy is offering to all the winners a chance to get extra months of uh, of subscription for free. If you get the 12-month plan, you get three months for free. If you get the two-year plan, you get four months for free. If you get the three-year plan, you get six whole, half a year for free. And you get a number tied to your Bivy stick. And, I mean, you get all kinds of stuff. And uh, so we want to say thank you to Bivy as well because they, they showed up late to the party. We were already giving things away, and they're like, hey, we want to get in on that. Well, thank you, Bivy. Thank you for doing so. I appreciate that. Okay, so uh, we now finished with the uh, <clears throat> we're now finished with the giveaway. Let's talk about your phone calls. Boom, right there. 907-433-3150. 907-433-3150. If you're listening to the beautiful golden dulcet tones of my voice, I encourage you to call in. And talk to Santa and tell him what your wishes are for this holiday season. <laughs> Merry Christmas. All right, come on. Uh, give me a call. Let's talk about your uh, let's talk about your 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 holiday memories. Let's talk about your holiday traditions. Um, <clears throat> I talked to uh, 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 I, I was talking to several people who uh, over the last few days, I can't remember who it was yesterday. Was it Brad or Chris that said, I think it was Brad that said they do, oh, it was Brad. He said because they do all their Christmas presents on Christmas Eve, mainly because one morning he got up at 3 a.m. and told his folks, hey, it's Christmas morning. Let's go. Uh, but I found several people who open all their Christmas, open all their presents on Christmas Eve, which, I mean, is weird to me, but, I mean, it's a tradition. I mean, I love that. 
Um, we we did it for a few years. We haven't done it recently, my wife and I. We used to do one present on Christmas Eve, just her and I. After the kids went to bed and we were waiting for Santa to show up, we would do one present uh, on Christmas Eve for each other. Um, but uh, we haven't done that in a couple of years. But, I mean, that was for, for maybe 10 years. That was one of our... Uh, one of our traditions. Um, so I love that kind of stuff. And of course, Christmas, you know, um, uh, holiday recipes and things like that. Um, I guess I need to give my ham recipe one more time because apparently somebody missed it. Um, and uh, my dad was going to send me a hard copy of it so I could copy and paste it so I didn't have to, uh, so I didn't have to uh, try and hand type it all out off of my ratty, splattered, uh, stained 10-year-old printout that I have downstairs in my recipe, <clears throat> stuffed in my recipe book between the pages. Uh, but I really don't even, I, re- I really don't even, uh, I really don't even read the recipe anymore. I just go to town. So anyway, it was, uh, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be fun. Uh, Mikhail says, some of my best Christmas memories were Christmas, was Christmas caroling. We would pull the wagon with straw bales block to block in town, and we would sing half a dozen songs and move on. He said it was amazing. That sounds amazing. First of all, that you could actually sit in the back of a wagon at Christmas time and be drug around. Because when I was growing up, it was 35 below. So that was not something that we would do. But, you know, that's cool. That's, that's the picturesque thing. I love those kind of memories. So feel free to feel free to share some some memories like that here as we go along. 907-433-3150. And like I said, <clears throat> I had some deep thoughts last night. And I was I was I was thinking about why what what is it about Christmas that gets me? You know, when I am in the Christmas spirit, why am I in the Christmas spirit? What is it what is it exactly that I'm looking for? And, um, I mean, I think I got some answers. I think I got some answers. I'm, I'm, I'm considering it. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll continue on. We're up at the break. So feel free to call us up. 907, you guys are shy. 907-433-3150. Oh, look at the caller. The caller is shy. Oh, man. We're not going to hurt you. We're going to. We're going to love on you. We're going to embrace you. We're going to slather you with some Christmas goodness if you call up. Give us a call. 907-433-3150. Merry Christmas from the Michael Duke Show. We're back with more right after this. Doing whatever the hell we want when we want to do it. Ho, ho, ho. Your laugh is so fake. Uh, shut the hell up, wife. Uh-huh. The Michael Dukes Show, streaming live across the world every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Man, that's an old liner. I just pulled the liner out because it said ho, ho, ho. Uh, and I... <laughs> The liner. I had some Christmas stuff, and I'm like, where did I put all this Christmas stuff? I'm do- I'm disorganized. Well, part of it is because my computer got hit by that virus here a few months ago, and so uh, it caused me to jumble a lot of stuff when I was trying to save things. Anyway, that's a that's an old. I had some other ones that were more fun. One was the crooner, and I don't know. Well, I don't know where they are, but anyway. 
it is uh it would be fun it would be fun uh, although i didn't realize that it was shut the hell up wife doing whatever the hell we want when we want to do it ho 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 your laugh is so fake uh shut the hell up wife uh-huh. the michael dukes show streaming live across the world every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m and that's the other thing it says 6 to 9 a.m I mean, that was a while ago that I used to do 6 to 9. Uh, and uh, so anyway, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, crazy idea yesterday, Sandy. All the Michael Dukes listeners get together in the summer to actually put a face to the names at MD Fan Party. Uh, we've actually done that in, uh, down in the peninsula. We've actually gotten together and had coffee and hung out. That was a lot of fun. That was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Dang it, now it's bugging me. I I I I must admit it's bothering you bothering me kid. Uh price. Uh where is Oh there we go. G Wayne D, G D, Gar, uh Dwayne Eric Dwayne <clears throat> Sorry. I'm looking for my my producer, my former producer. Uh uh it, it sent me Oh man, D. Wayne uh, Price. Um, I know he sent me all of this stuff in the past. I know that in the past you have sent me things. I need to know where it is. Um, Eric D. Wayne. There we go. I knew I was going to find part of it. Okay. So I got that part, um, and I've got. I, hey, look, I'm a professional. All right, I'm putting, I'm doing all this stuff on the air with you while you're hanging there. Like uh, Xmas liners. Oh my lord! Guess what I found? I found. I found. I was. I was I was looking last night, you know, and it's just like you're tired. It's the end of the day. You're trying to find that. Hey, 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 hey. Come here. Come on. Just put all those right in there. Put them all right in there. Uh, okay. So, uh, look at that. It's the Michael Dukes Show. Oh, it's a magical Christmas time again. Your kids are counting on you. Yeah, Dad. Now, if only someone would do something for you. Honey, headache. Oh. Streaming live every weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. on Facebook Live and MichaelDukesShow.com. Okay. No, I need this one right here. I want to overwrite that. Okay. It's the Michael Dukes Show. Oh, yeah. Feeling this holiday thing. Give me some nog. You can fake your holiday spirit. Or you can just try to find it for real. Happy holidays. Good luck with that. Streaming live every weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. on Facebook Live and MichaelDukesShow.com. Okay. It's the Michael Dukes Show. Okay. All right. I'm happy. I am very, I am very uh, happy right now. Okay. Because, you know, it was one of those things where you're trying to remember, where did I put it? What was I doing? Where did it come from? And I just remembered everything. Okay. Let's do the valley this time. Um, So uh, Terry wants to do a valley get-together, which is easy for me because I'm here in the valley. Uh, Everybody wants to come down here and and do it. 
Um, good morning. Hey, Brian, welcome. Welcome, welcome, my friend. Thanks for coming in. You know, guys, it's the last day broadcast day of the year, and I'm uh, I'm loving it. I am absolutely loving it. Oh, hey, guess what? You know what that means. Shall we get back to it? Um, let's get back to it. Here we go. The Michael Duke Show. Common sense, liberty-based, free-thinking radio, for Christmas, festive Christmas radio. Let's go do it. Okay, so uh, welcome back to the program. It is the um, Christmas finale. The Christmas finale. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, the Christmas finale of the Michael Duke Show. Uh, <laughs> folks in the chat room are going crazy. They're, they're, planning, uh, they're planning a summer get-together for all the listeners in the Valley. Um because we've done it on the peninsula actually a couple times in the last four or five years. We've done some get-togethers while I was down traveling and don't go into Homer and everything else. And now they want to have a big get-together in the valley. Okay, I'm down with that. I am totally down with that. Um, that would be fun. I would love that. It is the Merry Christmas finale. Yes, it show enough is. Show enough is. Chris says Christmas morning and noon is when we open presents. So you wait until, how do you get the kids to wait until noon to open the presents? My goodness. I mean, I used to have to restrict them. I'm like, here's your clock. If you come out of your room before 8 a.m., we're going to have a problem. Because mom and I were up until 2 a.m. getting things ready for Santa, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. Um, <clears throat> anyway... Uh, feel free to share with us this morning what uh, what you want to, uh, you know, your Christmas memories. You know, that's, uh, I I love to hear it. 907-433-3150. 907-433-3150. Sandy says, in spite of all the stuff going on, I'm blessed. Michael Dukes and friends, you all don't know how I treasure you all in this show. I live alone, kids grown, husband passed years ago, so I do treasure all of you in this show. Blessings to each of you and your family. Well, Merry Christmas, Sandy. We love having you here in the chat room and on the show each and every morning. I mean, how did I do radio before I had the interactivity of the of the Facebook and the chat room and the YouTubes and everything else, right? I mean, how did we do it? was like, <clears throat> well, I'll tell you what it's like. It's like being in a small square box and talking into the ether and hoping that people are listening to you and responding to you and uh, that what you're saying is making sense. That's what it's like. And I did radio that way for 20 years. So I really love, uh, I really love this. So it's it's good. So, yeah, I guess apparently we have to have a summer gathering down in the valley. <clears throat> yeah, others come who don't live in the valley. Yeah. No, absolutely. Anybody can come. So apparently everybody's planning a big get-together for me. So I guess we'll – I guess we'll have – well, <clears throat> and I guess the valley would be the central location, right? So you got Fairbanks. you got the peninsula. you got everything else. you got Anchorage. Yeah, I think everybody – I think we should all do that. 
I think we'll we'll plan on a big big summer get together. How about that? That'll be uh, that'll be fun. Okay, um, so Christmas time, Christmas Christmas time is here. Um, present strong near. All right, uh, so <clears throat> that's the only thing about peanuts that I like. I do like that song, especially when it's sung by Tony Bennett, which I can't do or play because I'd immediately get banned off all the social media sites. Um, but let's talk about the spirit of Christmas for a minute. All right, let me just let me just again because I had some deep, you know. What do they call them? Shower thoughts? Shower thoughts. While you're in the shower, you're thinking. I mean, I was laying in bed last night thinking, but bed thoughts just don't have the same kind of ring to it. Uh, But I was thinking about, you know, the holiday spirit and what it is, and I I touched on it a little bit yesterday. But I was kind of expanding on it uh, a little bit. Um, and, And I think what it is is that we're looking to recapture and I think this is what Christmas does every year to, to some extent, right? To some years you're more successful than others in doing this. But I think Christmas um, has the opportunity. Uh, I said it the other day, you can never go back. You can never go home, right? You can never go back to the way it was, right? You know, back in the good old days, I'll tell you what. Well, we all realize that really the good old days are usually only good in hindsight because they're old, right? You can never really go back to where you were there's a nostalgia to that, right? And I think what we try to do at Christmas is we try to um, um, we we try to recapture that nostalgia. And I was talking with my wife last night about um, uh, you know about the wonder of the Christmas tree and uh, you know the presents. And I was just thinking back to growing up, and I I don't remember a lot. Um, of, you know, specifics about Christmas. Um, I probably already shared with you everything that I specifically remember about Christmas, um, uh, you know, uh, about each and every specific Christmas or, or something that really sticks out. But I do remember, I do remember the joy of, you know, walking out and seeing a fully lit tree with presents underneath, and that bright, shiny Christmas morning, you know, kind of that, that the awe, right? The, the wonder, the selfless kind of joy of the unexpected. And I think that's what we're trying to, I think that's what the Christmas, you know, spirit is, is about. Now, obviously, the Christmas spirit, and th- this translates over to something else. So let me get a little philosophical on you here for a second. This translates to something else. This translates over to the gift that we were given, right? The birth of our Savior. That is the wonder and the joy. Hark, the herald angels sing. The, the heavens open and the star appears and the host of angels shout to the sky that he is born. And so it kind of translates down into each, you know, each time we feel that joy and that awe and that childlike innocence of the gifts and the love. And we shed all 
of our worldly, you know, kind of overwhelming adult concerns, right? Because that adulting, that stuff sucks sometimes, right? I mean, the adulting part is bad. But everyone, wisemen in the east and shepherds in the flocks and, you know, kings in their palaces stare in awe and wonder and childlike just, you know, awe of something like this happening. And that really is what we see today is just a faint echo of that kind of wild, unadulterated joy and innocence in seeing something like that happen. Because let's face it, even... Even if you, uh, <clears throat> even if you were an enemy of the Lord, that night, everybody was awed. Everybody was amazed. It didn't matter if you were on the side of the angels or on the other side. When you saw that, everyone was awed. Everyone was slack-jawed and looking in the sky with wonder. And that's part of what we do for Christmas. Right. We, we recapture that awe and wonder in a different way. I mean, it's, you know, it, but it is just amazing. And yeah, when you're laying under the tree and you're looking up through the boughs and the branches of your real tree or artificial tree or whatever, and you're seeing those twinkling lights and you're listening to the Christmas carols uh, or you're listening to Fibber McGee and Molly's you know, Christmas gift for Fibber or, you know, the old stories of the shop around the corner uh, or, you know, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir or Fred Waring and the Pennsylvanians or Bing Crosby or, yes, even Mariah Carey. I'm, I, I know. I'll let you have it. Even Mariah Carey, then that is what you're searching for because you're tired. You're tired as an adult. Well, I mean, maybe I'm, I shouldn't speak for you, but usually by the end of the year, you know, I'm exhausted, right? I'm exhausted. I don't want to talk about the, I don't want to, I don't want to be an adult for the rest. I'm, you know, I, there's adult things, things we got to do. We got to go to work. We got to get stuff done. But for just a moment, I want to capture that warm feeling from when I was a kid to capture that warm no responsibility, nothing but love of family and memory and Christmas joy and the sparkling, twinkling lights and the gift that was given, uh, you know, <clears throat> 2,000 plus years ago. That's that's what I want. Now, I know Jesus wasn't born in December. He was born, and I know it's a thing, and I know we've appropriated the tree, and I know. But the whole point is, is that I'm trying to remember the reason for the season and the gifts that were given and that full-on slice of love that we were given back in the day, and I'm trying to recreate it here in my life every Christmas. And sometimes I succeed, and sometimes I don't. That's... That's what I, that's what I love. That's for me. That's what to me, Christmas is all about. Is that embracing of the unadulterated, innocent love and joy and wonder of what we what of us being on this little 
speck of a world in the middle of a vast, dark ocean of stars. That's what it's about. So, um, wow, I got a little deep there. But feel free. Come on in. Give me a call. Tell me what you think. I mean, this is supposed to be this is supposed to be you and me. Although I do got some memories in the chat room. Um, Melody says in the chat room, the good old days are just our memories. Things change so vastly. I just spent 10 days reminiscing my childhood and teenage days visiting my old neighborhoods, thankful for my memories. Yeah. I mean, and we misremember things. And, you know, sometimes we invent things in our minds that weren't even true. But, you know, that's how we've coped with certain things. Uh, my wife was saying last night, she goes, oh, I always had a great Christmas. She goes, but I don't remember anything specifically. She goes, I don't really remember Christmas. I said, well, was it bad? Or she goes, no, it was good. It's just I don't remember anything specifically. And I started thinking about it. And I'm like, there's a few things I remember. Like, I remember that my dad and mom had bought us a, what was it called? It was from uh, Texas Instruments. Was that a and say? Is that what it was, Dad? My dad's in the chat room. He can tell me. I think it was a C&C. You know, it was the thing that E.T. on the movie they he used to phone home with, right? It was you could type in letters, and it was a T. It was a cool thing. And I found it down in the basement. I don't know what I was doing, if I was intentionally digging or not, but I came across it. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then I had to put it back, and then I had to pretend to be surprised on Christmas Day uh, that it showed up, right? But Because I'd seen it before. I remember that. I don't remember if I, I don't think I was searching for it, but maybe I was. Maybe mom and dad remember. Um, and I remember looking up through the tree several times. I remember that. Um, and I remember the the sledding and I remember all those other things. But yeah, sometimes, you know, sometimes we only remember a few things, but it's those memories that make it important. Um, my, uh, Mikhail says 17 years old, first Christmas away from home at his first duty station in Baumholder, Germany he said, I had a sponsor family for the holiday and they took me to a German Christmas market. Before that, I had no idea that anywhere else in the world really embraced Christmas like we do, maybe even more. It made my first Christmas away from home really special. Christmas in Germany is pretty amazing from what my dad says. My dad was stationed in Germany uh, when he was in the military prior to my existence. And uh, they talk they talked quite a bit, I remember, about all the great stuff that happened in Germany uh, during the Christmas time. So it's uh, it's it's great. It's just so good. Uh, and yes, and hopefully we are making fond memories for our children and grandchildren that they can pass on. I agree. Um, uh, I agree, Jeffrey. Uh, and, and DeShane is like, oh boy, the Texas instrument gadgets memories. Yeah. Wasn't it cool? I mean, they had some cool stuff. There was some cool stuff. All right. Well, I guess we're, hmm, I guess we're up against it. So we'll continue. Why are you guys so shy? I just want to hear your Christmas memories. How about Christmas movies? What's your favorite Christmas movie? That always seems to get somebody rolling. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Feel free to share it. Uh, or tradition. Maybe a weird tradition. Do you have a weird Christmas tradition? I'd love to hear more about it. The Michael Duke Show. Common sense, liberty-based, free-thinking radio. It's the Michael Dukes Show. Oh, yeah. Feeling this holiday thing. Give me some nog. You can fake your holiday spirit. Or you can just try to find it for real. Happy holidays. 
Good luck with that. Streaming live every weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. on Facebook Live and MichaelDukesShow.com. Okay. In the break, I don't know why everybody's so reticent to call in on the phone. I don't, I mean, usually we get, I know when it's politics, people just pile on the phone, but I guess the positivity is killing people, I guess. Um, let's see. Mm. <laughs> Melody says, did you just say that you're Alvin and the Chipmunks? It's all about Christmas. Oh my gosh. That's true. Christmas, Christmas, one, two, Albert. Uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that song, but I, I'm not going to listen to it. But, you know, hey, good for you. Um, 30 below. 30 below. Um, Die Hard, says Gail. It's a Christmas movie. I mean, I know. Even I agree even with Bruce Willis, who stood up. I, I saw the clip the other day. He's like, I just, I'm here to make one thing perfectly clear. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. Go to a Christmas party. You got ho, ho, you got Santa Claus. You're giving gifts. It's about family coming together. Of course, and the bad guy dies. Of course, it's about Christmas. (laughs) Of course, it's a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. Was it a CNC? What was that thing called? That's going to bug me now. Texas. Instruments, uh, Texas Instruments, C and say, is that what it was called? Yeah, speak and spell, speak and spell, not see and say, speak and spell. Oh, oh, oh man, you could still buy them on eBay, uh, Amazon, eBay, vintage one. They got some vintage ones, 1987. Ooh, baby, $150 for this C&C from 1979, 1980. This is what it looked like. Speak and spell. Speak and spell. Goodness. That's what it, that's what it was. The speak and spell. Oh, Goodness. That's some that's that's a hit to the Waybacks. That's a hit to the Wayback Machine. Um <clears throat> let's see. I remember I used to open president uh presidents. I used to open presidents with a can opener. What? I remember I used to open presents on Christmas Eve. My dad sometimes had to work on Christmas Day. My favorite recipe that mom used to make were her rolls and her fray bean casserole with French. Or fray bean. I don't know if that's a mistype or if that's actually a thing. Fray bean casserole with French style beans. I'm that I love me some green bean casserole. I remember Simon. Deshana says, Do you remember Simon? I remember Simon. You remember Simon? I mean, you gotta follow the things. The round one and the other one. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Um any year above ground is a good year. Despite the political scene, it's been a great year. I mean, yeah, I think, again, you're right. In spite of the political scene, it's still a great year. Um, let's see. What else? Um, you still have a Simon, says Deshane. 
I, I don't know. I don't know what happened to that speak and spell. Maybe I should get my granddaughter an old vintage speak and spell and let her go play to town with it. Probably not as cool as an iPad or something, but I can spell pretty darn good. I can spell pretty darn good. Thanks to that speak and spell. Definitely, definitely helped. Um, Chris says, every year since my granddaughters are born, I have their Christmas stockings that I hang each year. I have sewn charms, charms on them. The charms are each year of what they have done for that year. I was going to stop when they graduated, but they want me to continue. I've noted each stocking the year and the charm for that year. That is a cool idea. That is a super cool idea. I am going to, I am going to tell my wife about that. That is a super cool idea. Yeah. Um, so, uh, oh, French style green beans is what it was. French style. I love, I love green beans. Sandy says, so 35 years ago in Oregon, we had the CD, The Sounds of Christmas by Hallmark with Julie Andrews. It got lost over the years and my younger daughter found a copy of it and gave it to me for Christmas probably 10 years ago. My CD player since give out not too long after, but I still have the CD and I just got a radio CD player from Amazon. I can play it. I'm taking the player and the CD to her house on Christmas and we can play it. And it will be awesome for us. Oh, that's so cool, Sandy. Um, the Sounds of Christmas on uh, this. No, wrong one. Right there. Come here. The Sounds of Christmas um, on music. So for those of you who, my goodness, close that. Uh, the For those of you who might want to try that. I was trying to boot up my Spotify so that I could see it here. Um, I think that, uh, you might be, you might be able to, um, I'll, I'll search for it here and we'll, we'll come back to you on that. We'll come back to you on that, Sandy. Here we go. The Michael Duke show, common sense radio. Okay, welcome back. <laughs> I'm just re I'm reading the memories in the chat room. Uh, the phone lines are open, by the way. If you want to share your Christmas memories, something unique or fun, favorite movies you watched or traditions that you had or things that you did, feel free to call us up. Uh, meanwhile, I'm just going to go ahead and and uh, I'm just going to go ahead and read stuff out of the chat room because uh, the uh, you know that was. Uh, because you guys aren't calling is why I'm saying. Um, all right. Let me, uh, the, I'm sorry. I was looking for the sounds of Christmas. Sounds of Christmas by Fred Waring and the Pennsylvanians. No kidding. Look at that. Uh, we were looking for the Julie Andrews version of the sounds of Christmas. And uh, Sandy was telling us a story about that in the chat room, that that's one of her favorite, one of her favorite Christmas things. Uh, Deshana says, my folks also used to always wrap parts to gifts. She said, I always lived getting batteries every year. Seriously, it was a fond memory. Like batteries were a wrapped present. <laughs> the bummer was, what if you open that first and you open up and he goes, oh, mom and dad got me batteries. Thank you. 
<laughs> oh man. Um, every year, this is a good one, and I'm sharing this one with my wife later today. Chris in the chat room says, every year since my granddaughters were born, I have their Christmas stockings that I hang each year, and I sew charms on them. The charms are each year of what they have done for that year. I was going to stop when they graduated, but they want me to continue. I have noted on each stocking the year and the charm for that year. That's a cool idea. Just a, a stocking filled. We bought these specific stockings, and, and uh, I don't know where we got them originally, but we found that I think L.L. Bean or somebody still has them. And they're these fully embroidered stocking fronts, with the, and we put the name on the top and everything. And we had to get one for each uh, for each year. And then uh, my daughter, when she got married, she found them again and bought some for her and her husband and now her daughter. And so the tradition continues with these beautiful embroidered stockings, you know. Uh, but I think putting the little I think putting the little charms on them would be amazing. That would be fantastic. Um, uh, Jeff uh, in the chat room says, we would let the kids open presents um, in the morning, and then I would make eggs Benedict. At first, it was just a dozen eggs. It's up to five dozen eggs for breakfast. That's a lot of egg Benedicts, and I love me some egg Benedict. If you got a good recipe, Jeffrey, for the hollandaise and everything else, be sure to share it. Be sure to share it. I absolutely love that. We did Christmas crepes. The Christmas crepes uh, are were the morning thing, and I don't do it every year, uh, but probably um, you know every every year, every other year, something like that. I'll do Christmas crepes, uh, which are these beautiful light crepes with a fluffy ricotta cheese and strawberry filling, sprinkled with powdered sugar and diced strawberries. It's so good. It's just delicious. It's rich and delicious. Um, but, uh, it's not something I do every year, but it's definitely a memory that I had growing up. My dad did it every year. Um, um, I loved it when I found presents, opened them care. Oh, Gail's telling tales. Gail's in trouble. I loved it when I found the presents, when she was, she was like looking for presents before Christmas. She said, I'd open them carefully, try it on, and then wrap them back perfectly. An exacto knife was my friend. That's sneaky, Gail. That's sneaky. That's that's what I'm saying. Um, it's a, uh, Deshana says, my mother, uh, my mom at times would use up wrapping paper that at times having a gift wrap with two wildly different types of paper, sometimes even with a gap if she ran out of a roll. Oh, she would use, she would use up wrapping paper. So you got a gift with multiple different patterns on it. That's great. That is fantastic. Um, uh, it's uh, it's fantastic. Chris says his Christmas go-to breakfast is blueberry pancakes topped with whipped cream. Also a good choice. Also a great choice. Uh, for a couple of years, Terry did a um, uh, for a couple of years, Terry did a uh, like a, a a breakfast, not a casserole, but it was like a, a coffee cake bunt style. Caught was really good. It was really tasty. Um. But you know, then then I gotta get I gotta get right into it because I gotta cook the ham, right? And then we gotta have the side dishes and everything else. So I think we're gonna do a lot more prep work this year than we've normally done. We'll see if we can get a lot of those sides done and ready, because now we I have a second refrigerator, 
uh, because I hated the other refrigerator so much. I finally bought a new fridge last year. Last Christmas, in fact, I gave it to Terry for Christmas. And, uh, uh, well, that and a car. But, I mean, I, uh, so anyway, uh, we bought the, uh, now I have a second fridge in the garage. So now we can do a bunch of prep and put it all in the fridge in the garage and still have room. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. It's going to be fun. We're going to have us some, we're going to get some grindage on. We're going to have our grub on. Get some, get some good stuff going on. Uh, how about Christmas Eve memories? Do you guys have anything special you do for Christmas Eve? Um, anything, uh, you know, I know a lot of people go to, uh, I know a lot of people go to Christmas Mass and things like that. Uh, do you go to a church service on Christmas Eve? Do you spend it around the tree? Do you go caroling? Are you like my dad and take all the kids out Christmas shopping late Christmas after uh, Christmas Eve afternoon? Um, I mean, it, it's all these things. Eskimo Libertarians in the chat room, she said, still trying to figure out what to get my husband for Christmas. Come on, hon. It's, you better hurry. I mean, you can't even order anything at this point. If you don't find something in town, you're toast. You are toast. Um, I do day after Christmas egg benedicts for her family, says Melody. Uh, it's uh, It's good. Popcorn and Christmas movie says Chris. That's their that's their Christmas Eve. I mean, yeah, I think it's great. And then then the older kids, as the kids got older, kids got older. I had them help us with, you know, preparations for Santa. You know what I mean? Prepping the house for Santa to arrive. If you know what I mean. Uh, they were helping us with a lot of that stuff, so it was always good. Um, we used two patterns of paper for Christmas, says Jim. The present we got the kids had one pattern. The present that popped up from Santa on Christmas Eve had another. Santa's Santa's got his own pattern. I think many parents uh, would agree with that. Santa, Santa has got a pattern that uh, I don't know where he gets his rolls because I never find him in the house. But they Santa always has his own pattern of, uh, of wrapping paper. That's always how to do Cindy says, we go to Mass and I always get crab for dinner and having a seafood chowder this year. Oh, that's great. That's great. Seafood chowder. <sighs> delicious. Crab, delicious. $280 a pound for Alaska king crab right now. $280 a pound. All right, we got time for, uh, we got time for a call here. Let's go over here. Good morning. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Dave from Kenai. Good morning, Dave. What's on your mind? What's your Christmas memory? Well... Yeah, I just wanted to share it because other people can use it. But when I was a kid, uh, this particular Christmas, I was really wanting an electric football set. And that kind of shows how old I am, but uh, it didn't show <laughs> up. But what, what rings true in my mind and my heart about that Christmas was I opened, I got my stocking and I reached inside and I had an orange. And this orange was ice cold. And I, we lived in Florida at the time right, before right. we moved up here. but. Uh, and it just grabbed my attention that this thing was actually in Santa's sleigh from the North Pole. Oh, wow. I mean, nobody tried blowing smoke or setting a seed about it. I just did, figured it out, and I've, I've, I've continued that tradition with my kids, putting it in the fridge or the freezer before I put them in their stocking and orange and telling them about it, and, and it makes them stop and think, and I've done it with my grandkids as well. That's a great and, uh, idea. It is, and you tell them this was in Santa's sleigh. Feel how cold that is. And <laughs> they just stop and wonder. Oh, that is great! Again, that childlike wonder of, 
Oh, I mean, that is, that's great, Dave. That's a great memory. Thank you yeah, for I, sharing I that. Yeah, I truly believed in it, right, when I felt that orange. Oh, man, that is amazing, especially in Florida, you know, where it's all so warm and everything. That is great. That's true. All right, Dave, thank you for your call. I got one other call on hold, but I am pushing up against the top of the hour, so hold the line, caller. I'll be right to you. The Michael Duke Show. Common sense, liberty-based, never mind. It's all Christmas, all holiday radio. Merry Christmas. The final broadcast day continues right after this. Ho, ho, ho. Me some funky music and man i like that yeah i mean i that's it now that i got all the liners out i'm so excited to have all these christmas liners um because <clears throat> for the life of me i could not remember where they were until just this morning live on the air i remembered it and now i've got them all back up so that's fun that is absolutely fun Best Christmas memory, said Terry. Grew up on my grandparents' ranch. A few days before, my dad and uncle would saddle up a couple horses and go to the woods and cut our trees. We'd get so excited to see them dragging the trees to our house. What a great memory. Oh, man. Going a horseback to do that? That is fantastic, man. Fantastic. Um, all right. Well, let's see where shower is, shall we? Um, okay. Uh, the show link. Okay. My mom would always make her, this is Ronald. My mom would always make her cheddar cheese sausage balls for Christmas morning. Oh, I miss her dearly. Oh, bless your heart. But I'm also intrigued, Ronald, by the cheddar cheese sausage balls. Because, yes, cheddar cheese sausage balls, yes, I would like. Ronald, now I'm intrigued. You've got to share the recipe with that. That doesn't, that's delicious. Uh, Deshane, I have a friend whose mom's always put orange in the stocking. Her mom passed, and I always think of her during this time of year. I mean, that's what it's for. It's for, it's for remembering, too, right? I mean, fond memories. Christmas was always good. Laura was in yesterday. She said her dad passed away on Christmas, and uh, but he loved Christmas so much. She goes, it was the perfect day for him to go home, and uh, it was the, just so great. Uh, Sybil says she grew up in post-war Germany. Best Christmases, real candles in the trees, midnight mass. Like I said, my dad told me, I've never been to Germany, but my dad, uh, they were stationed there, and they spent a, a few years there, and they were like, man, we love um that, that, that Germany was just amazing Christmases in Germany. Absolutely uh, amazing uh, Christmases. Um, all right. I'm going back here to make sure that I didn't see if there, if there was anything that I, there was anything that I missed. Um, yeah, the blueberry pancakes sound good right now. And Belgian waffles with thick cut bacon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um... 
Jimmy Dean Saucy had a good recipe for sausage balls. Well, I mean, look, Jimmy Dean's is just good on top of it. I mean, it's just all by itself. You could just eat Jimmy Dean's all day. But what they said was mm, the cheddar, what did, he, what did he call it? What did Ronald say? Cheddar cheese sausage balls. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Shut up and take my money. Uh, all right, Richard. Morning, Alaskans. The best thing everyone can do is, is carry on or make their own traditions. I remember a couple of epic gifts from childhood, but what I remember most is the little things, going to the grandparents, making and decorating cookies with mom, decorating the tree. With all the noise in the world, people don't need more electronic gadgets. Many need to be reminded of why Christmas is important, taught the importance of both Jesus and our families. Amen. And all God's people said amen. Going to make sourdough cinnamon rolls for breakfast on Christmas. Ooh, I love me both of those things. I love sourdough and I love cinnamon rolls. Why not mash them together? Sausage biscuit sandwiches and cinnamon monkey bread. I, You know what I'm still trying to find? Let me digress, shall I? I'm still trying to find the recipe. Remember Foodland in Fairbanks? How many in Fairbanks remember Foodland? Anybody? Anybody? Okay. Foodland used to have these pull-apart loafs. They were like a monkey bread. They were called pull-apart loaves. And uh, so they weren't the ring. They weren't in a bunt pan. They were just in a little square loaf pan. And they were the best, most cinnamony, uh, delicious, gooey, gooey. My grandmother used to get them all the time. We'd eat them throughout the year. They weren't just a Christmas thing. But, you know, there was something about the dough inside of them. It was not, it wasn't cakey. It wasn't too tough. It wasn't quite a croissant. It was, I mean, it was somewhere in the middle. And I was looking for that. I, I tried to find that recipe for like five years. I like reached out to people who used to be bakers there. And I, try, I tried to find that recipe for a couple of years because I was like, after Foodland closed, I'm like, I want to make that. How do I do it? But the cinnamon pull-aparts, it was so good. Mm. Anyway. Uh, everybody remembers Foodland. Does anybody remember the cinnamon pull-aparts? Those are delicious, man. Those are delicious. They're absolutely fantastic. I want another one right now. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, we're looking for... Sorry, uh, that voice triggered my tickle in my throat. Um, everybody remembers Foodland, 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 Foodland. Well, it was the only grocery store in town forever, right? Now it's, now it's gone the way of the dodo. Um, I mean, that was back in the day before they had just-in-time delivery, because most people don't realize that Foodland was three times as big as the grocery store floor. Like, where you went out on the food was out on the shelves. It was two, almost three times that big because it had a warehouse in back that was huge, 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 huge. Uh, Dodie doesn't remember the pull-aparts. Um, uh, Christmas Eve at my grandparents in Sterling, Colorado. Would always arrive late at night to chili and oyster stew. I hate oysters and in retrospect realized that Norsky Danes can't make a good chili. Well, that's good. Wasn't Foodland in the Hexagon building by Cushman and Airport? Yes, yes, it was. That's exactly where it was. 
All right, we got to get back to it. Here we go. Hour two. Put that thing back in its holster. We haven't gone anywhere. I don't understand. Check out the MichaelDukesShow.com for information on how to get access to the podcast. Welcome to the party, pal. The, the Michael Dukes Show. The greed and the entitlement is astounding to me. What more could you want from a low-budget radio program? This is a dumpster fire. That was just BS. It is time to get a new perspective. We know just what you need, and we've got just the cure. Open wide and prepare for a steaming hot cup of freedom. I just don't fathom it. The Michael Dukes Show, streaming live across the world. Live around the world on the interwebs at MichaelDukeShow.com and across the state of Alaska on this your favorite radio station and or FM translator. Merry Christmas! Merry kids! Hello, Bedford Falls! I mean, it is just that time of year, my friends. Are you kidding me? The final broadcast day of the year. That's what it is. The final broadcast day of the year of the year and I am so excited about it. Before we jump over to our guest Mike Shower because this is Mike Shower's holiday special right here. Mike Shower's holiday special. Uh brought to you by Kraft Foods. Uh no, I mean it's going to be uh, it's fantastic stuff. Uh before we get to that though, um I have to announce that we have our final 5 days of Christmas winner uh for the Pivotel, excuse me, for the Bivy Stick uh, courtesy of our friends over there at Satellite West, the Bivy Stick, right? The little satellite communicator that everybody could use one of. Uh, our final winner for today, the fifth day of Christmas, is Chris Cushman. Chris Cushman is the winner. And we're going to try and call him real quick. Here we go. We're going to see if he answers the phone. It's early. He may listen on the replay. He may be a podcast listener. We're going to have to see. If Chris listens, Chris wakes up. Come on, Chris. I just want to say good morning. Just want to say Merry Christmas. No. Okay. Well, <clears throat> Chris is uh, Chris is not answered. Maybe we'll try one more time before the end of the show. I don't know. But it is Christmas. It is Wednesday. It is the final broadcast day of the uh, year. And joining me on the telephone, and I have to lose my Merry Christmas border because I can't do both, uh, is uh, Mr. They call him Mr. Shower. Uh, State Senator Mike Shower uh, is going to jo- join us here in a sec. His dog is there. His, uh, his, I see his, It's the dog. <laughs> I see the dog. That That's not you. That's the dog. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Well, hello, puppy. She likes Christmas too. She likes She's a Christmas dog. She's a Christmas dog. She's a Christmas dog. Uh, Mike Shower joins us this morning for um, man for for some good stuff. It's you know we're just hanging out. We're just hanging out and doing our thing, and we're gonna do Christmas memories and Christmas stuff and things. Brother Shower, what's going on, my friend? How are you doing? Oh ho. Ho. Who are you calling a hoe? 
I mean, come on. That's, not, that's right. Mary, because you have my favorite movie. You started it off with your quote. Oh, did I? Yeah. Bedford oh. Falls. Merry Christmas. It's a Wonderful Life. Jimmy Stewart. Probably. Best uh, movie. Yeah. Probably. Of all time. Probably the best Christmas movie of all time. I mean, it's that for me, it's there. It's up there. It's that one and White Christmas. Those are two. Those are those are hard, hard pulls on me. Uh, but uh, both very, very good. So uh, it gives you a thumbs up for that. one. Yeah, it's still good. Um, so, uh, Mr. Shower, uh, you get the uh, you getting the final say today uh, on the in, for the year. I mean, we're packing it in for 2022 and coming back in 2023. I hope you are in hibernation mode, my friend. I hope you are hanging out and ready to just relax and capture that spirit. Right. Capture that spirit of the season. Well, sitting with the doggy. Waiting on a cup of coffee in my Christmas mug. Yes, you put you got the Christmas tree. It's cold as all get out outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, w- I went across the flats last night about six thirty, seven o'clock, and it was like thirty below in the flats. And I'm like, "What is going on? <laughs> this is not. This is not my favorite time." Minus twenty two is what we saw yesterday afternoon. We had to go down on base to grab some stuff. Oh, in Elmdorf. And it was uh, minus 22, got back to the house, it was uh, almost zero. And I was watching, I told Michelle, I said, watch the clouds, because you could see where we have this temperature inversion. You right, can right. see the layer, right? And right as we're climbing up Trunk Road, it just goes from minus 22 to minus nine, like instantly. Right. You just, uh, just that fast. Flick a switch, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. I mean, that temperature inversion layer is right there. And then all week I've been looking at these temperatures, and I'm like, what in the world do you mean it's minus 24, you know, in Anchorage, it's minus 24 down KGB. I'm like, it's like five degrees up here. It's 10 degrees. It's nice. And you go look at the weather, like, oh, yeah, temperature inversion. It's actually really cold in some of these places. Yeah. No, I'm, I, it was 30 below, 30 below on the flats. It was 30 below on the backside of Vine coming off the highway. And it was nine below at my house. So, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty oh. good that I got oh. the 20-degree bump going on there, you know. I But I remember – minus five and it feels good. Oh. I remember I remember my folks. Now, my folks live in Fairbanks, and they live out of town. They live up off of uh, uh, up off of Gilmore Trail outside of Fairbanks. But I remember it would be 53 below in Fairbanks. But because they lived way up on this hill – it'd be like 15 below. And it was just like, that was so awesome. That was so awesome that, you know, that, that, uh, that difference in temperature. Um, well, Mike, let's talk about, you know, let's talk about Christmas. Um, I mean, I know you're old, but do you remember those, uh, Christmases when you were younger? Well, I still contend that you're older than me. So we have that. And it and is possible you look more like Mr. Claus than I do. Hey, 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 no spears, oh, man. Hello. No spears. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, you got you got some you got some because we were just talking about it this morning. You know, I don't have a lot of specific Christmas memories, but I remember you know generalities, and I remember the music. I remember listening to the old time radio shows about Christmas. I remember you know laying under the tree and looking up through the branches. I remember a few of the really special gifts or finding the gifts before Christmas. Uh, I remember the special recipes and the food and the get-togethers. I don't have a lot of specifics, but there are a few. things things that stick out so how about you growing up what uh, your christmas is so one of the things that was a tradition in our household um was 
we would put the ornaments up, right? And you'd have the tree and lights would be up and whatever. And then you'd finally put these ornaments. We always had each person had a special one. And I don't know why, but mine was, it was like one of those little weevil things, right? And it was a little policeman kind of thing. And I right. always would sit there with my sister under the tree and it would be like one spot. And I can remember, I don't know why, you know, like some memories just stick with you and they can, you can't get rid of them. And this particular one was this little policeman kind of, you know, figurine. And that was always my guy. And I got to put him up every time sitting under the tree, just like you looking up at the bottom of the tree. And I'd always find that spot where it could hang and you could just sit there. And mom would be playing like the Christmas music, right? Whatever it was. And I remember um, in the old days, you know, I say the old days, right? Like the 70s. Woohoo, like that's all that old. And uh, you would have this this music playing that was almost like the Hansel and Gretel music. And it was the old like Germany um, type music, you know, I listen right. to now. And it was just that whole setup of the house. had It would smell like if mom was cooking cookies. You'd have the Christmas tree. And of course, I was growing up in Florida, so it wasn't all that cold. Although I do remember a couple of Christmases where it got like, you know, icy, you know, like, like I think they're talking about that right now. I actually was talking to my mom yesterday, said hi, or the day before, she said, yeah, we're expecting to get pretty cold before. I'm like, yeah, right, 65. You guys are all going to die. You know, it's like, so she's like, no, actually, pretty freezing. I looked at the map last night, and they're predicting this weekend it could be down in the 20s for the north half of Florida. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to be the apocalypse. You're all going to die. So. <laughs> Oh, 20 man. degrees, they're gonna, they're gonna just you know it's gonna they're gonna implode. But I mean that's pretty cold for Florida. Oh, actually. it is. Yeah, it is. It is actually. My daughter, my daughter lives in Florida now with her husband. Uh, they uh, they finally they he got out of the military and they moved over there. Her his folks live there, so they're living in Florida. I mean they couldn't live in Alaska, I guess, but they live in Florida. And uh, she's like, uh, she told Terry the other day. She said, yeah. She goes. I just decided I don't really like the cold. I like the heat. And I'm like, oh, daughter of mine. Uh, but, yeah, so they're going to get a little cold. Uh, they're cold right now. But did you say you used to lay under the tree, too? Did you used to lay under the tree and look up through the tree? Yep. You used to lay under the tree, look at the uh, – it's where we put the ornaments up. And it was like this – it's like – I don't know. It's, safe space isn't the right word, but, you know, all those stupid icon or, you know, lexicon in yeah, your brain from yeah. today. But it was like this this magical little place, like, under it the tree. Was. It was, felt it, like Christmas. Yeah, it, it was. was I mean, you look up. Did you have real trees or artificial trees? Oh, uh, always did real. Always did real. Okay, so we had artificial trees because you know, you cut one of them frozen spruce and bring it inside, and you welcome all the beetles into your house and everything else, and they were really never yeah. very great. Uh, but we had this artificial tree, but it didn't matter because, like you said, it was this magical place. You'd, you know, head and shoulders up underneath the tree, laying on the tree skirt, looking up through the, through the branches and the lights blinking on and off and sparkling and all the different ornaments and everything and listening to the, you know, listening to the Christmas music or to the old time radio Christmas shows. And it's just like, that was it. I mean, that was that, that in, it, if you want to encapsulate Christmas in a snapshot for me, that was Christmas, that feeling as you looked up underneath there. Right. I mean, it was the awe. It was the, the, the childlike wonderment of this beautiful time. That's, I think that's what we're looking for in that Christmas feeling. Right. I agree, Mike. It's not, uh, it never was about the presents to me, um, you know, because we grew up, we didn't have a lot of money. But, you know, parents, grandparents, you know, they always try to throw a good shindig there, um, you know, to make it worthwhile and fun. But to me, it was always the lead up to it. That's what, you know, like Michelle and I now like celebrating Christmas. I like Christmas morning. It's fun, especially, you know, having some with the kids and the grandkids and giving presents and stuff. It's a nice feeling to watch them and get all excited. But um, to me, it was always the season. It was everything you talked about. It was the lead up to it. It was like the holiday time. 
I do remember my grandparents, um, they built a real small cabin up in North Carolina. I mean, I mean, it was, in, I'm talking small. It was like cabins here in Alaska, you know, the Western side of North Carolina. And they built it somewhere in the mid seventies. So I was, you know, like maybe seven, eight, nine years old. And there was a couple of Christmases when we went up there and, and back then you get a little more snow. And I can remember North Carolina a couple of times having snow and we'd be packed in there. Like all the, my mom's brothers and sisters, grandparents, they'd be there and there'd be like 35 of us in this little cabin staying there. <laughs> sleeping. There was like people on every, you know, surface sleeping and we're all shoved in. Of course the kids were out all the time. And I remember a couple of times where it snowed. Right. And for us, it would be like, they had real inner tubes, like tires. It wasn't all the fancy stuff today. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Tire out of a truck. That's how you roll back in the South and you know, back in the day we had no money or they had the, the, uh, like the Northern flyers and it was the sled with the metal rails. On oh, it. right, right, right. That, oh yeah. That, that was the, Oh, I love those. Yeah. We had those all oh. the time. So I have really fond memories of maybe two Christmases where we got to do that and it was snowy and Christmas and they actually did Christmas there with everything. Like I said, we're all sitting on top of each other. We didn't care back then, you know, in seventies, that's just how everybody was. And, uh, so it's, I don't know, Mike, I think part of it's the smell too, like the smell of the tree. Like, you know, I can, if I ever smell canvas, even today, I'm instantly taken back to basic training in the military. I can't help it. Right. Like, right. Right. Bam. I'm there. Right. I'm going to smell it. But Michelle bacon, the sugar or not the sugar, the butter cookies, the smell of the tree, the lights, the sense, the wonder of the kids, the grandkids, especially now. I mean, the whole thing to me, it really is kind of magical. And I know that, you know, for not, it's not the same for everybody, but it takes me, like I said, it transports me back to my childhood. I right. remember those times and, even being poor, it didn't matter because I was like, man, you know, they just, they put on a show. Right. And, you know, Absolutely. As a kid, they, let, they let me have that moment, right? They didn't take it away. didn't do anything. You got to have that moment. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I love that. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we bought a, we brought a real tree for a couple of years. Um, after Terry and I got married, after we had the kids, so there were a couple of years that we did get a big tree, a uh, real tree. And boy, it does make a difference. I mean, it's messy as heck, but it does make a huge difference to have a real tree in your house. That smell is amazing. I mean, it really is just an amazing thing um, uh, to do. And I, I just, I love that, that, that feeling of Christmas. It just, it feels so, so good. Uh, and you said you remember having a couple Christmases with snow. And and also, I remember having a couple Christmases where it was hot because when we were when I was younger in my mid teens, my folks took us to Hawaii for the first time and we spent Christmas in Hawaii, which was kind of an interesting thing because we'd never had a Christmas without snow. That was fun. Um, and, uh, and I spent a Christmas in Hawaii by myself one time before I got married and before, uh, you know, after I'd grown up. And uh, it's it's kind of a cool thing. I mean, it's it just Christmas experiencing Christmas everywhere. In fact, I still have the I have a, a shell. I have an, a, a seashell that's a Christmas ornament, a long dangly that I got in 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 it still hangs on my tree every year. Um, those kind of memories. That's the kind of stuff that I that I love to do. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, Mike Shower is our guest. It is the Mike Shower holiday Christmas special. And uh Kevin McCabe just said it. We already talked about the holiday meteor. Apparently, there was a, a Christmas meteor. There was a there was a meteor that flew across the sky right when the show got started. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a sign or not. I don't know if that's a sign or not that a comet flew across the sky when the show got started. But we'll take it as a we'll we'll take it as a sign, I guess. All right, <clears throat> we're up against the break. We're going to continue. Um, I got a surprise for Mike on the other side. 
we're gonna we're gonna surprise Mike on the other side. I uh, love surprises. He loves surprises, and uh, we're also gonna announce the winner of the five days of Christmas. Now we did an hour one, but we're gonna try it again here in just a minute. Um, we'll be back. The Michael Luke Show. Merry Christmas, my friends. Here's you in about five minutes. Oh, no. I haven't started shopping yet. Oh, no. Happy holidays. Take it easy. Streaming live every weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. on Facebook Live and MichaelDukesShow.com. <sighs> oh. All right, Dozer. Uh, <clears throat> you all, you, I mean, this is... This is fun. I enjoy this. I am having a good, good time. Let me hit the uh, let me hit the chat room here real quick. Uh, Kevin, I'm actually reading some of the comments this morning because it's a fun one. It's not all the political stuff. I There's know, really. Do, don't you just feel like? I mean, gosh, I feel like I, this whole week has been. I felt like I took a bath, right? Like a shower. Like I washed everything off, and it's just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's been so carefree. I've loved it. Uh, Kevin's asking if you're going to see him for breakfast this morning. Uh, did we already talk about the Christmas meteor? We just did. Um, I have a crew, um, I have a crew working at Fort Greeley at the CRTC. They were complaining that they were cold inside. <laughs> they're inside the <laughs> building and they're cold. <laughs> Still looking at 40 below off Chena Hot Springs Road. Uh, and Ronald was kind enough because I asked him about the cheddar cheese sausage balls that he met, that he mentioned. Ronald. Uh, dropped them in the chat room. Uh, he dropped the recipe there up, up up in the comments. I might be test driving something new this this Christmas because that sounds delicious. Cheddar cheese sausage I'm, balls. I'm looking at Michelle with the uh, cheddar <laughs> cheese ball. You better really? copy. Better copy and paste that into a document shower and, and print that out there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Terry is going to make me. I, I I don't know if you were listening earlier, but there used to be a store in Fairbanks called Foodland, and uh, this was before you know cars and and Fred Meyer and everything, and they had this thing called the pull apart loaf, and it was a loaf that was like monkey bread kind of thing, but it was like the best ever. I mean, I have not found one to compare to this grocery store monkey bread. And uh, Terry has got a new recipe this year. She says she's going to try it. So. Uh, cause we she, see Terry, I, um, Terry, just saying, you know, if your uh, favorite Senator would uh, like a little, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll test it. I'll test it for you. Shower. We'll see what it's I'll like. Your, your, yes. Court jester. Happy to test the food. What's this Eskimo libertarian with this sourdough cinnamon rolls? See, I, I have a weakness, Mike. I uh, do. Yeah. I have a weakness. Cinnamon. If it's cinnamon rolls and cinnamon sourdough rolls. cinnamon rolls never heard of I know that. really. I mean, I love sourdough and I love cinnamon rolls. Let's mash them together. That does not sound like a bad thing. Um, let's see, um, going around here. My mom was one of the most Christmassy people I ever knew. And she was a wonderful baker said Ronald. Well, if that recipe is any indication, Ronald, you are not wrong. We <laughs> Today is the longest day of the year, by the way, I forgot to mention that the longest night of the year. Uh, it is the longest, darkest day of the year. It is winter solstice. We gain one second of daylight tomorrow, says Kevin. One whole second. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's okay. Better than losing. All right. I'll take it. Uh, we, I'm, I'm scrolling through some of this stuff. Uh, cold, cold, cold. Everybody's talking about the cold. 
Blue Mountains are so beautiful. All I want for Christmas is my boat back after the storage facility was crushed last Christmas during our epic Christmas storm. Oh, man. I remember when the storage facility got crushed back in, what was it, 90? It must have been 91, 90, 91, when we had the 163 inches of snow in Fairbanks. And it, cr- it collapsed that storage facility on everybody's RVs and all that stuff. I remember that. Um, <clears throat> uh, we're in Australia last year, left the first part of December. Christmas lights on palm trees just doesn't quite evoke the Christmas spirit. I understand. <laughs> I, I understand. Uh, yeah, 35 minutes and Michael Dukes will officially be on Christmas break. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Um, like you can go to places like I remember being stuck in, I was actually stuck in China once of all places and Guangzhou, China in the hotel to a standby by myself for seven days. This is like, I don't know, like 10 years ago, eight, nine, 10 years ago. And now I will grant you that Guangzhou, China did not have a very Christmassy feeling by yourself. Um, you know, cause I was literally like in the entire hotel by myself. There was nobody there. Right. And, but I went to, uh, Seoul, you know, Incheon, South Korea, and the hotel there had the whole, I got to tell you, for you don't really think about it, but they had the whole setup in there. And they had the ice sculptor, uh, sculpture. They had Christmas trees, the lights. They were into it. And it felt Christmassy. Now, you know, it's kind of funny because you see a Santa Claus dressed up and he's South Korean. And it doesn't strike your brain because culturally, you're right. I, I will wait. All right. I got to You got to tell this story. So hold the line. Here we go. I'll tell it. Uh, the Mike Shower Christmas special on The Michael Duke Show. Here we go. comment cinnamon rolls or showers kryptonite <laughs> don't tell the majority <laughs> uh i didn't tell him not to talk over the liners and stuff but he did that's fine it's christmas what do we what do we care this low budget radio show good morning welcome back to the program it is the michael duke show shower's got a story to tell us here in just a minute and it, it, this is going to be part of what he is but yeah apparently cinnamon rolls are shower's kryptonite don't tell the majority he'll be he'll be they'll be slipping them under his door like all the time or something like that um all right yes. <clears throat> baked special i'm sure yeah uh mike before uh we get back to it and i want to hear the story about uh China and South Korea and your Christmas time there. Let me first announce the final listener, final winner of the uh, five days of Christmas. I was able to draw it this morning. The winner's name is Chris Cushman, and he is the winner. And we're going to get him on the phone real quick here. We're just going to get him on the phone, and we're going to try anyway because I I think it's fun. Uh, I love talking to him on the air, uh, but maybe he's sleeping. I don't know. Uh, the phone has been forwarded every time I do it this morning. So one final one final shot to see if we can get Chris on the air. No, Chris is uh, not taking my uh, Chris is not taking my phone call. Okay. Well, Chris, congratulations, you're the winner. Now here's my surprise for Mike Shower. Mike Shower, it is official. You have been uh, you have been announced uh, or as decided by me. And many others, uh, due to my plethora of email, as one of the most influential guests on the program throughout the year. And so, Mike Shower, it is my pleasure to present to you as a Christmas gift and as a thank you for being on the program, 
a bivy stick. You <laughs> you were winning a bivy stick for Christmas, uh, courtesy of our friends at Satellite West. It was suggested. Our friends at Satellite West said, find a couple people that you think make a huge difference in the show. And uh, Harold over at Satellite West listens to the program, and he said, here are my two suggestions that I think make a difference. And I'd already picked, I'd already picked you and Chris Story. And so, and he said, I think Mike Shower and Chris Story are two of the best guys that you have come on every, every, every week, every week throughout the year. So I'm going to be giving you one of these bivy sticks, my friend. And uh, oh. congratulations to you. I hope you can get some good use out of it. I mean, anywhere in the world it works, apparently. So uh, <clears throat> you can carry that with you wherever you need to go. So, so no, no Tom Hanks and uh, being stuck in a that's right. You could still play with Wilson. You just don't have to wait around too long for it to uh, to go on. So uh, Merry Christmas, my friend. I uh, appreciate okay, I appreciate you coming yeah, on. Sure. I appreciate all you do. Um, but this is just uh, this is because you've done a lot to inform the listeners. And I think you are probably one of the most popular reoccurring guests on the show based on the emails and the comments and everything else. And uh, that's what this is about. Satellite West said, I've got two extra bivy sticks. Why don't you find two of your guests that you think make a huge difference in the listenership and we'll 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 hook them up. So there you go. Hook them up like a tow truck. Um, all right. So before we were so rudely interrupted by having to return to the radio during the commercial break, you were telling me stories about having to experience Christmas one time in Changzhuan, China and uh, and then in Seoul, Korea. And kind of the differences. So again, restart your story here. So China was a little different. I was stuck in Guangzhou, which is just a uh, it's an industrial city, and I was there for an entire seven days, sitting on standby by myself in the hotel, which is at the airport. And it was pretty uh, pretty lonely, you know. Talking to Michelle it was over the Christmas, so everybody was here doing their thing, and I was stuck there. And it wasn't very Christmassy, right? You know, this China, but um, well, it was also in another time in Korea, in South Korea. And uh, that one is entirely different. Now, the South Koreans, they get into it, right? They love Christmas very, they have the same kind of spirit about it. And it was the hotel, they had the Christmas tree, I mean, big Christmas tree, you know, not like New York size, but for the hotel, it was, had to be 30, 35 feet high, massive, you know, like, you know, uh, whatever kind of pine tree they had. And it was lit up and they had the ice, like I said, ice sculptures and all the stuff. But the funny thing that sticks out to me is all the kids were there in the hotel. They, they like go to the hotel for fun. Like they're in South Korea. They'll go there as like a. <laughs> that's a destination, um, right? That's the des destination. Like Disneyland, them, right? right? Yeah. It's a small country and it's very packed, but they'll go to the hotel because I think the experience, because the hotel does a good, good job putting it on. But the funniest one to me, and it, I say it's funny because culturally you don't think about it, right? You always think of Santa Claus the way we imagine him is a big, you know, uh, fat guy, usually portrayed as being Caucasian, you know, white, and that's just, you like, know, the white beard, and that's what like you think Like Michael of, right? Dukes, right. I mean, like, I am the, exactly the epitome right. of like Santa Claus, right, yeah. <laughs> but you see this little skinny guy, <laughs> he's South Korean Asian, right, and he's in a suit, and you're like, he's the Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a juxtaposition <laughs> there, a little jarring, is it? I felt like the Will Ferrell and Elf, he's like, Santa! And I'm like, you're not Santa. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not Santa. Because you're a little Asian guy that's about five foot five and skinny, you know, with a beard. And I'm like, you're not Santa. <laughs> What's the, I still funny. to this day have this image of trying to see the little kids going up. And to them, that's Santa, right? They don't, they don't really, they don't have the same stories. They play whatever. But I just had to laugh because then I'm sure you can go to all these other countries and 
get a different version of Santa. And it was kind of a cultural awaken, awakening for me. I'm like, yeah, Santa's not necessarily a big, you know, fat guy with a, with a white beard on. So it was pretty funny. I remember it. But all the kids, it was funny. You see the kids, they were just ex as excited to them. That's what they knew. Right. And they were there just running around like crazy, having fun. And, you know, so I thought it was pretty awesome to see how they have this. this I guess that was the key, Mike. It was the spirit of Christmas. It didn't matter one iota that it was right. made up. You know, a lot of it was like how we celebrate here because it didn't really come from here either. But it was the spirit of it. And the kids were just the same. Just as excited, the Christmas Santa Claus, but the, the Asian Santa was funny to me because he dressed up like one you would see in North America. And it just, it's so funny. <laughs> a little you're not Santa. Yeah, a little jarring, right? You're like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Wait a second. You're, yeah, thro you're yeah. throwing me all off here. You're throwing me all off. Um, well, I know you were in the military too, Mike, and I know a lot of times that's hard, especially when you're serving overseas and things like that, unless you end up in some place like Germany or something. But, uh, you know, what, uh, you got any good Christmas memories for when you were stationed, uh, overseas at a Christmas and kind of a, a good thing? Well, we did that in England once. I mean, we were stationed over there in Europe and they take it, you know, pretty seriously as well. It's the same, uh, it's the same mentality because, you know, we don't have all the, the same stuff because you can't take it with you, you know, so we didn't have all of our decorations and everything. I remember, I think we had, I was looking at Michelle for confirmation, but I think our Christmas tree was like the little, the little three foot Christmas tree, you know, and that probably was artificial. You know, you had it with the kids, but you went around, did things. It wasn't quite the same. It's it, culturally, it's really interesting because here and then in the U S you know, we really get into the Christmas stuff and i know part of his commercial stuff but you know the trees and the presents and the lights and all that kind of stuff and they don't they don't do it quite the same um england is not as made up as we are here where everything you know you get all the decorations and the stuff going on the spirit is i think there it's more in europe a lot more of it is it's like the story of christmas right the the where they you know christmas is happening they have some stuff but it's not as light not as lit up that's what i remember it being different but I, I don't everywhere I go, like I said, even when I travel during the holiday season around the world with FedEx doing stuff, it's like the Christmas thing is still wherever you go, right? Every airport has Christmas stuff in it. Every downtown has some Christmas things. But I remember England, like I said, being more, um, more storybook-like. It wasn't as, and, and commercial is not the right word, but like I said, we had our lights strung up and they tell the stories. And it reminds you, remember like the old fables and they had the, the, the towns like in Germany, where there was snow the Bavarian towns and right, the roofs. Right, and right, right. You had the little things. That's what it reminds me of. It was more like that with it was a story out of the books you and I would read under the Christmas tree. Right, Christmas you know, villages, the, right? The 70s. It's, it's like the Christmas yes, villages that's that you what buy. It that's what it really looks like, yeah. That's right, because we lived in a little village, and so you had that village feel to it. It was it was special in a different kind of a way because it wasn't as big of a commercial Christmas with all the lighting and the stuff that you see here. I mean, geez, what is, I, Michelle and I were laughing. I think after the you know Fourth of July parade's over, you know, I think here comes the Christmas decorations. Almost, it's like oh, but you say it's starting a little early this year, are you? So it's like, man, I'm not starting my Christmas movies until December. So you notice, you see how I did that, right? Pivot to the you know, Christmas movies with that. You see I, that? I like, I, I like, I like that how you did that. So yeah, so I mean that actually, it's on my list of things to talk about is uh, is Christmas movies. I mean, uh, you know that the, for me, we're very visual. We love stories. We love movies in my family. We love that audiovisual thing. Um, so uh, so yeah. So do you? Does the Shower family have a uh, 
you know, a, a, a movie that if, I mean, I guess, I guess what I should say is there's a lot of great Christmas movies. What is the, Ooh, what boy. is the one boy. Christmas movie that for you is like, oh, this is that we, everybody's got to shut up, sit down, hang out. This is the movie we got to watch together. Boy. Okay. So you're touchy, touchy subject here. I'm just saying. So uh oh, we have, um, was it the Hatfields and McCoys? I mean, we're almost into a bit of a you know family feud here when it comes to the Christmas movies because, right. as we have discussed, the best movie of all time is, of course, unquestionably, Dad Rules in this one. It's it's a wonderful life. And, of course, it has my favorite actor of all time, which is Jimmy Stewart, yep. not just a man that, you know, talks the talk, he walked the walk. Yeah. He's a pilot. Absolutely. He flew, you know, jets. So, you know, in the Air Force, World War II, he said, so he's a man after my own heart. But after It's a Wonderful Life, even though I'm not sure I've convinced my kids yet, so I don't think they're old enough to see the value in that movie, and that is a, a timeless classic. I think, so Michelle has her favorite, and that's Miracle on 34th Street. When you said, um, White which Christmas. one did you say? Before White, you Christmas. Like, it White Christmas. White Christmas. She turned around and gave a thumbs up, so I know she likes that one. Her, so mine's It's a Wonderful Life. She likes that too, but it's Miracle on 34th Street. Um, I think Christmas Story is just a funny movie. It's not, you know, top, but it's just one of those <laughs> classics. It just comes out, you know, Ralphie, um, can't help it. You know, it's just that thing. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. It is a Christmassy movie, right? And even more ironic that, you know, our daughter's last name was Bumpus, um, you know, after that, getting married, which we had to laugh about. So it's like, <laughs> sorry, Bumpuses with the dogs. Um, and so I don't know from the kid's perspective, though, because... This is where we have a debate. It is, you know, they, they don't mind us a wonderful life. I think, you know, Michelle's always, you know, said, well, they don't, anybody wants to watch Miracle on 34th Street. After that, it gets more contentious. What do we watch? Sometimes we watch Elf for the kids. Santa Claus Elf. Is, a, is a perennial Elf, favorite. They Elf, like the yeah. first one. I got to say, Elf is a new classic. Did you realize, and we just, Terry and I just realized this the other day. Did you realize that Elf is almost 20 years yeah. old? 20 right? years old. 2000 yeah. and 2003. I can't, my mind was like poof, just blown when I saw that, but it is really kind of a Christmas classic now. Um, let me throw, let me throw some out here for you that, uh, that maybe you can stop the squabbling over what's the next movie to watch. Um, the, the new, did you see the Netflix movie, uh, Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell as Santa Claus? Yes, actually we did. That was great. I mean, the jailhouse scene with him and that was gr the ninja elves. I'm it was so much fun. It was such a fun romp. The other one that I recommend that you I'm sure you've probably seen, but um, we started watching it here uh, uh, about five, six years ago. We started watching it every year again is uh, the bishop's wife, Cary Grant and David Niven, the bishop's wife. Have you ever watched that? Uh, Michelle's shaking her head. Yes, but I don't remember that one. You actually. need to go watch that movie. It is. I mean, I'm getting a little moist just thinking about the end of that movie. It is so, so good. Um, and, uh, yeah, you should go watch. I know there's ones with Denzel Washington and everything, but nobody can beat Cary Grant. Okay. Cary Grant playing an angel is amazing. Absolutely amazing. You should go watch that. Um, it's, uh, it's good stuff. 
Um, I like some of your diehard Home Alone. I know they're on the list. But, you know, they're not really. Oh, yeah, they are. Die Hard is a Christmas. I don't care what anybody said. <laughs> Die Hard is a Christmas movie. All right? Just be quiet and accept it. Die Hard is. Batman 2, not a Christmas movie. Bridget Jones' Diary, not a Christmas movie. There are some movies that are truly Christmas movies. And my wife's like, I can never watch Prancer again. Too sad. Can never watch Jack Frost again with Michael Keaton. Too sad. So it's got to be a happy crying movie not a sad crying movie at the end all right um guys we're 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 up against it here we got we got one more segment coming up the michael duke show common sense liberty but no just holiday radio holiday merry christmas happy new year uh, that's good gonna be back with more in just a moment don't go anywhere It's the Michael Dukes Show. Oh, it's a magical Christmas time again. Your kids are counting on you. Yeah, Dad. Now, if only someone would do something for you. Honey, headache. Oh. Streaming live every weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. on Facebook Live and MichaelDukesShow.com. Okay. Uh, in the chat room. Uh, I just told Debbie she's got to share this Christmas wreath recipe. She said... Uh, I always carry oh, on. I always carry on my mom's family tradition of homemade cinnamon rolls, or a Christmas wreath ring, which is a cinnamon roll transformed into a wreath with green and red icing. Shut up and take my money. Shut up and take all of my money right now. That's it right there. Um, my wife loves because I'm weird like that. Uh, did you ever have? You ever had the Christmas wreaths? Um, you know they make them with cornflakes. Little Christmas wreaths with a little cinnamon red hot candies in them. They look like little Christmas wreaths. They're made out of corn. They're like a Rice Krispie treat, but made with like sugar frosted flakes or corn flakes. And uh, I've heard of Michelle for many of my memories, and she's saying yes. She's she's <laughs> saying yes. I mean, they're just so cool. These little green Christmas wreaths because you just make the, the you know you form them into little wreaths. Where you put the little red cinnamon hot red hots on it, so it looks like holly. And they're these little cute cinnamon wreaths. And the, so you get the cinnamon from the candy and you get the little, oh, so yeah, they're delicious. Absolutely delicious. Um, white Christmas. Um, yeah. Hollywood has gone liberal since White Christmas. I remember in White Christmas, Bing Crosby uh, talking about digging up a Democrat in Vermont and Danny Kaye says he thinks they'd stone them. And that's what he actually says. He's like, like digging up a Democrat in Vermont. Oh, they'd stone him. Uh, that's uh, the, the country has changed quite a bit, but that is one of my favorite movies. Yes, Jimmy Stewart did fly B-24s in World War II. That guy was, that guy was an animal. That guy was amazing. Um what other what other movies do I think I was going to tell you about that I that were like oh yeah this is uh so yeah Bishop's Wife I recommend you watch that this year Cary Grant um it's just it's just fantastic uh I can, like I said we've been watching it about the last 5 years every year um but we were going through those oh I remember what it was Muppet Christmas Carol Have you ever watched the Muppet Christmas yep. Carol Yep yeah, yep, we have. Yep, that is that, that is a must see. We watch that every. I mean, there's all different kinds of versions of a Christmas Carol. You know, the George C. Scott version and the uh, one from the '50s, and the you know the, the, the all different kinds. But I just got to say that the Muppet Christmas Carol is is just so great. I mean, here's a guy that 
delivers this Oscar-worthy, serious-as-a-car-crash performance in the, you know, in juxtaposed with a bunch of Muppets running around. It's just so much fun. It just puts a smile on my face just thinking about it right now. So uh, I just thought of one. Scrooged. Scrooge. I just watched, we actually watched Scrooge. I, we just watched that last one. week. I hadn't watched that one in years. We watched it last week, and I'm like, okay, this has got to go on the must-watch list. That's one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we do for the kids sometimes because funny uh, jingle all the way with Arnold. You know that's kind of a funny classic one. Him and uh, yeah, what was Sinbad? The, uh, Sinbad. Sinbad. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, we. It's wa- a bomb. Yeah, we wa- we watched that one with the kids I'm, last I year. I work for the postal service, so you know I'm crazy. That was that's <laughs> just so great. That we watched that last year with the kids. They'd never seen it. All my kids are mostly grown, and uh, so they just thought that was so funny. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger for Christmas jingle all the way. Um, yeah, there's, you know, there's so many good stories out there. My wife and I actually watched one last night on Netflix and it was called, I believe in Santa. Um, and it was, uh, it was fun. I mean, it, it really made me think it was not a great, you know, production value wise, but it was fun. It was a fun movie. There's just all kinds of stuff on there. Of course, you know, you've got the, all the streaming services. It's got every Hallmark style made for Christmas. My heart belongs to Christmas movie out there. I'm sure there's some good ones in there as well, but, uh, that's, uh, that's good. Um, bad Santa with a whiskey flask. I have not seen the fat man. I have not seen. I, I haven't yeah. seen Violent Night yet, which is also supposed to be amazing. That's the new one at the with David Harbor at the at, at Willy Waffle gave it like three and a half waffles. It was like this is an amazing movie, so much fun. Uh, but my wife, who is a horror movie junkie, does love to watch Krampus. I don't know if you've ever seen that Krampus. That's a horror movie. Is uh, Christmas yeah. Christmassy yeah. horror movie? Uh, but you know, just things that I don't know. We just have such a good time. We just love that. Um, uh, as we go through. All right. Um, okay, so when, we, when we get to the off the break in the final segment of 2022, mm-hmm. which is an honor, um, we do have to talk Christmas meals because that's a big one. You and oh, I yeah. we gotta clearly t- have yep. to eat. We got to talk Christmas meals. And I think we should talk quickly Christmas music. So let's do quickly do music and then we'll we'll do uh, we'll do Christmas meals. So I've got my oh, that was what I was going to do. I got my I got my Spotify playlist, my Spotify playlist. For Christmas is up, and I'm going to post that here in the chat room again for those of you who want to watch it or who want to listen to it. It is um, 201 songs, 10 hours and 34 minutes of Christmas goodness. Terry does like The Nightmare Before Christmas. She does watch that. There you go. I just popped that into the chat room. There is my Spotify playlist for Christmas. If anybody wants to go follow that, feel free to do so. All right, Mike, hold the line. Here we go. Uh, The Michael Duke Show. Common sense, liberty-based, holiday, Christmas radio. Let's, Let's do this thing. Well, this is the final final segment of uh, of 2022. This is it. Um, we're I I can't believe we're here already. That was a fast. This has been a fast hour shower. 
This is the Mike Showers. Fun. I know. This is the Mike Shower holiday special. That's what we're calling this. Uh, Mike, before we get into Christmas meals, which I know is a big deal for you and I, being the uh, you know being the uh, uh, the large gentleman that we are, um, we uh, we need to talk Christmas music. Uh, so I mean, there's always a song out there that gets you. There's one song that you use to kick off your holiday season. You're like, oh, this is the song I gotta listen to because I know Christmas is here. Your favorite artists, your favorite, uh, you know, your favorite uh, uh, singers. So, uh, what do you say, Mike? You and the fam, and Michelle. I don't know if Michelle. I see Michelle. You must be talking to her, Michelle. You can come join us for this last segment. You want to come sit down and talk with us and tell us what your favorite Christmas movie is as well. Or uh, you got to speak to the hand. I speak to the hand. <laughs> Dang. Okay. She's like, I'm not coming on like this. Okay. She's at her, you know, right. mooring, you know, uh, we're in our, anyways. She's beautiful. Not ready. She's beautiful thing. no matter where she is. All right. Uh, Michael, uh, so tell me, Christmas music, what, what, what's, what's your poison? Go. I think for me, I'm going to start off with Silent Night. There, um, that one strikes me. There's a couple songs that, you know, my, uh, my spiritual background that kind of hits you. And you listen to that song, and it just kind of just like that smell we talked about, or being under the right. tree transports you back. Um, Silent Night does that for me. I can listen to that one just like I can listen to some like some 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 uh, Scottish bagpipes, and the mm. music is almost haunting, yeah, in a positive way, where it just like like every like you get tingles right when you in your spine or you sit in church. We have like this the go to the the Christmas Eve service. And there's certain songs and you play it and it's just like, you know, like everything's like, it's just like magical. So I don't know. Silent Night does that for me. I love that song. Yeah. I always have. Uh, Mine is very similar, similar vein. Uh, My favorite Christmas song is Oh Holy Night. Um, That's another good one. I I love that one. And Bing Crosby does an amazing job of that one. I love that. Uh, Nat King Cole also does good, but I think the Crosby version is I don't know, just more solemn and more, it just really, you know, oof, man, I want to sing it right now. I feel so good about it. Um, favorite Christmas. Or, I'm sorry. Rudy, Rudy, the red nose, say Rudy, the red nose reindeer, you know, you like that. If you have the, yeah. the old member of the Rat Pack, you're the only guy that can probably get away with saying, you know, Rudy instead of Rudolph. That's reindeer. right. That's right. That's <laughs> Dean Martin and stuff like that. Dean He's, Martin singing it is just, yeah. it's another classic man on that yeah. one. That's uh because he's got that whole Christmas, and you know, of course, he was drunk when he sung it because he was always. Oh drunk. yeah, of but course he was. He, he could, you know, he you could know, do it. He hey, could pull it off. hey, little interesting bit of trivia. Did you know that Dean Martin was not actually drunk most of the time? His daughter came out later on and said he that that was part of his shtick. I mean, he was sometimes, right. but occasionally. But he would he would act that way just because it was anyway. Just as a thing, yeah. So I mean, let's face it, Christmas Christmas singers, you know, you got to have obviously Bing, Dean Martin. Uh, mm-hmm. Mel Torme for the Christmas song. He's the guy that actually wrote the Christmas song. I think that's still the best rendition of it. Tony Bennett, uh, Harry Connick Jr., Michael Bublé, uh, you know, Diana Krall for the female crooners, Ella Fitzgerald, Louis Armstrong, um, you know, uh, uh, Elvis Presley, right? Are you, do you like, do you like the Beach Boys, the Beach Boys Christmas out music? Actually, yes, I do. I yeah. I grew up listening to those guys. You gotta download. You gotta download my playlist. Shower. It's got all this stuff and more. Uh, Chris Chris Isaac and, I mean, anyway, Roy Orbison, Pretty Paper. I mean, there's some great stuff in there, you know. And yes, the Chipmunks. I have not put the Chipmunks into the playlist melody. I'm gonna refuse on that one just because on principle. But all right, well, let's talk. Um, 
Let's talk holiday meals. Um, so what is the official meal schedule for the shower household at Christmas? Do you have a special Christmas Eve? Do you have uh, Christmas Day, Christmas morning? Hit me with it. What what what's the what's the holiday meals plan? So the first question, and this is between you and I and the audience, and they're going to have to speak up on this one. So this is this is your chance, folks. Before twenty twenty two is over, you get to speak up, and this is like an unofficial poll. Is it ham or turkey? And some of you are probably going to say something else. Yeah, but no, it's yeah, prime rib or something. There's, but there's, look, there's not even. You shouldn't even take a poll. It's ham. It's a Christmas ham. It's ham. It's a ham. Yeah, because you got Thanksgiving. I love ham. I'm right there with you. Good spiral ham. But I'm telling you, Michelle's going to come back and she's going to say turkey. We just had turkey at Thanksgiving three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Turkey and Christmas. I'm just. That's why I'm asking. It's a ham. We're going to generate. See, here we go. Ham. Here comes the ham. 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 Prime rib, but ham out of those two. Ham. 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 BSB fried turkey. B- oh, BS- see, I B- like what Michael says. He says in there, he's like, we do both. You know, yeah. I can do that. Okay, I we- can split the difference. You know, a little turkey, a little ham. We do both. Well, uh, Christmas for us is the BSB ham, which is a brown sugar and bourbon ham. That's a Christmas tradition. We've been doing that That's, since I was a yeah. kid. Uh, I've yeah. carried on that tradition. Yes, you have a turkey at Thanksgiving. You have a ham. And then last year, Terry, I usually do two hams because we love it so much. I do ham at Christmas, ham at New Year's. But the last year, we did a prime rib at New Year's, which was a first for us. And that was amazing as well. But, yes, you'll have to tell Michelle that as much as I think she is almost 100% right all the time, it's ham. It's just just get over it. It's ham. That's the oh, Christmas. The, the... 20 pound ham. Some of the answers here are amazing. And my mouth is watering. Okay, oh. so schedule, you said. Okay. I just had to ask. So for I, I usually sometimes Mikey's taking over now. He'll do that here. But we do like the big breakfast after the you know presents are unwrapped for the kids and the grandkids make it over, and then we'll cook a big breakfast. Right? Usually, you know, do like on the griddle, you know, potatoes and whatever, you know, eggs and stuff. You know, not nothing special. Just like, but that's the the whole smell, coffee, tea. Everybody's kind of doing their thing. But then that's the day for us. So it's actually in some ways it's kind of like a repeat of Thanksgiving. Right. That's the tradition here in. The, the other than the turkey and the ham for us, it's going to be the debate between mashed potatoes or rice. So people are now going to have to speak up on that one too. See, I'm a mashed potatoes mashed guy. Potato Michelle makes rice. mashed potatoes and gravy. I'm in heaven with the green bean casserole. Oh yes. I just love those things. But I, hey, I, I got to have it. Hey, right? hey, I'm sorry. I do. Tell Michelle to but spruce up. Right. Yeah. Tell Michelle to spice up your, your green bean uh, bacon and mushrooms in your green bean casserole. She does. Yeah, it's amazing. We got that. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, no, she's good on that one. Like okay. I said, it's, it's so, more for me. Mashed potatoes or rice? <laughs> taters, baby. It's got to be taters. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be taters. We're, we're 100% there. Yeah. It's got to be mashed potatoes. Rice just doesn't... <laughs> Doesn't do it for me. I'm feeling so I'm feeling the glare from the other side of the room, and I'm not even in the same house at this point. All right, so it's it's no, it's no. good. It's These good. are fun things. Yeah, it's good. She does say she put her hand up across the couch. She says she does both. Okay, good. Uh, right, both yeah. is fine. Both we have is done fine. The ham and turkey. Yeah. Yep, we have done that a few times. So you get both. So we've gone that way. Um, but that's the one for us. And then at night. Um, there is a cool tradition Michelle started many years ago, you know, like, and I know other families do this, but on Christmas Eve, we don't do a special meal, but we sit and usually tell a story. Sometimes we'll read maybe a story out of the Bible and then um, we get, everybody gets to open that one present, right? So we do the one present and sometimes we'll do the eggnog thing on the night before. Cause I don't know, Mike, to me, the night Christmas Eve is like maybe the most 
special night. Yeah. It's the build up, right? Yeah. Before yep. Christmas morning, then, then it's a mess. But that Christmas Eve feeling, you know, we get the NORAD tracker for the grandkids. You know, you tell, where's Santa Claus out? You look it up and they get to see, you know, and I still have like, it's a Christmas story, like Logan's four, you know, and it's like a, Santa's coming. You can see, oh, you know, it's like he runs up the stairs, make sure he's in bed sleep. But, you know, you still get that. It's like, dude, I'm like a kid again. Yeah, I love you it. You know, with the, with the grandkids. And it's just that whole thing of Christmas Eve. It's just, it, dude, it, I'm telling you, Mike, it's like magical. This is one of my favorite times of year. It's cold, I know, and snowy, but it is a magical time of the year where everybody's nice. Generally speaking, people are friendly, just a little bit friendly or a little nicer. You know, just, I don't know, man, it's that, it's that time of year. I wish, I, I really do. Like when it was a Christmas movie quote. I wish we could do Christmas sometimes every day of the year. Yeah. I, I mean, would. I wish we could care. You know, here's the thing. I don't necessarily want to celebrate Christmas every day of the year, but I want to carry that spirit throughout the year. That's what I want to do. I want to, I want to carry that spirit all throughout the year. Well, my friend. Hey, Mike. Hello, everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. It has been an absolute honor to be with you, brother, and all these people in 2022. And looking forward to 2023. Yeah, I am too. I'm looking forward to the recharge. I'm looking uh, looking forward to this time with the family and everything else. I really enjoy it. Mike Shower. thanks thanks for being here today. Thanks for winding up the year with me. Tell Michelle thanks for the coffee and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Folks, we are out of time. I will see you on January the 3rd, Tuesday. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and yours from the Michael Duke Show. We'll see you next year. Ah, man. What a fun show today. I mean, what a fun fun the last three days have been so so good uh let's see the new forecast is right now christmas day highs of 13 degrees in wasilla so christmas day christmas eve that's, yep it's look, that's okay yeah it's looking like highs around six on saturday and then christmas day highs around 13 so not too bad not not too bad in the wasilla area fairbanks is still cold i mean those guys up there those poor guys uh, it's, uh, it's going to be, going to be, going to be brisk and burr. So, uh, but yeah, tell, tell Michelle ham and turkey. Okay. Just to make it easy, ham and turkey. That'll be, well, tell her she's got to do my brown sugar bourbon recipe for the ham. That will, that will uh, cinch the whole deal right there. It's, it's yeah, over. We're going to have to take a look at that one. I'm sorry. It, we're going to have to. Yeah. It's, it's over at that point. You'd be like, whoa, whoa. Uh, anyway, well, Mike, um, Merry Christmas, my friend. That's great. I mean, I'm I'm excited, um, and I'm I'm happy that uh, you guys are going to have a good time, and um, we're going to see you, I guess, next year. Are you coming on the fourth on the on January the fourth that Wednesday? You'll be ready to go. I will. Uh, we should get started with the new year and almost have some fun. I will not be in the state. Um, but I should be, I will let you know, let me put it that way. It might have to be the next week when I get back, but that's fine. Um, 
I may be available and I'll let you know. I'll let you know ahead of time. Yep. So it won't be the 705 you're looking for me and they've you've found the bivy stick. You go, where's shower at? That's the right. other reason why I'm giving you the bivy sticks. Yeah, I'm always that's why the other reason I'm giving you the bivy stick, I'm putting you in my group tech group so that I can find out where you are, no matter where you're yeah, where track you're going. Me. I'm gonna be one of those guys with a little AirPod track or whatever, everywhere I go, Duke's gonna be, How come you're in Germany? Yeah. How come you're in wherever? I'm like, gosh darn this thing, I'm gonna have to leave it at home. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, um, Mike, thanks. I appreciate it. I wish uh, I wish you and Michelle and, and Mikey and everybody else a very, very Merry Christmas. Yeah, I'm saying, brother, it's uh, it's a pleasure and a privilege to talk to folks. And uh, it's been great. So uh, all I can really say, man, is Merry Christmas to everybody else. You, the family, all the people here. Happy New Year. Enjoy it, folks, because this is one, one and a half weeks out of the year. We get to kind of put everything on hold for a little while. And sometimes after the last couple of years, we need to have a little fun. So yeah. it really is fun. And we have to do this every once in a while, Mike. Even during yeah. the session when we're all angry. Yeah. Every once in a while, we need that special where we just go, you know what? Today we're going to talk whatever. Yeah. And we do something different. We need a, yeah, we need a whatever Wednesday, right? I mean, we got firearms Friday. We got uh, murder Mondays. Oh no, that's something totally different, but we could do like a whatever Wednesday, you know, to do something uh, for that. So yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be great. All right, Mike. Well, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Take care. Thanks. uh, Thanks so much uh, for coming on board. All right, folks. Uh, well, look at that. Whoo, hey man, I'm all I'm all about the uh, I'm all about the Christmassy part here, right there. My friends, thank you so much for coming on board, and appreciate you guys uh, coming on. Gail says, "Great excuse to buy a bottle of Maker's Mark. It's all about the ham, right?" Uh, I'll be honest with you, Gail. Just just buy some just buy some Jim Beam or something cheap. It doesn't have to be fancy bourbon. It just has to have the bourbon taste. So don't, don't, I mean, unless you really want to go out and buy a $40 bottle of bourbon or whatever, just, just get you some, just get you some, uh, some hooch, some old Jim Beam hooch. That'll be fine. Kentucky bourbon. It don't matter. As long as it smells and tastes like bourbon, that will make that ham amazing. So the brown sugar and bourbon ham. Oh, I guess which I promised to tell everybody about. Real, okay, so real quick, let me just walk you through. You need a bone-in ham if you can find one. That's the best way to do it. They, you can do it on a ham shank or a, you know a half a ham or whatever. Better to have a bone-in ham. You place it fat rind side up because there's a fat side, right, with a rind. You place it in the oven and you cook it. For, it's uh, five minutes for every pound or until the interior temperature reaches 165 degrees. Okay, you take it out of the oven, you let it cool a little bit till it's cool enough to handle. You don't want it to get, you know, cold. You just want it to be able to handle it. Then you carve the fat rind off, right? And you get as much of the excess fat off that side as you can. Then you cut with a bone down because it's in a V, right? So with a bone down, you cut a flat spot on the ham. This is what I do so that the ham sits up. Or you get a pan that's got a V rack in it, which I have now, which makes it even nicer. You get a V rack so that the ham sits up. Then you carve a crisscross pattern into the ham across the bone into diamonds, right? So your diamonds should be, oh, about an inch to an inch and a half across diamonds. And I cut pretty deep. I will cut an inch, maybe an inch and a half into the ham. Then you take two cups of dark brown sugar, an eighth of a teaspoon of dry mustard, um, and uh, some uh, bourbon, and you whip it up. And I make the first batch pretty runny because I want it to go everywhere, 
I want it to go everywhere, inside, everything else. I make sure I spoon it in to every nook and cranny. Um, you're supposed to use whole cloves and put a whole clove in the center of each diamond. I find that a little tedious, and I hate biting into a whole clove if I get it later. So what I've started doing is taking a, about an eighth of a teaspoon of powdered clove, and I mix it in with the brown sugar. So I get the flavor. I don't have to mess with it. That's just me. You, can, you do you. You put it back in the oven for... <clears throat> I think it's 15 or 20 minutes at 375 and uh, until it really starts to burble. And then I take some of the drippings and I pour it back on top. Then I make a second mixture of the ha- a second mixture of the brown sugar, smaller this time. Only about a cup, maybe a cup and a half, a little more mustard. I don't do any more clove. And then I make this one a lot drier so that I can pack it into the crevices so it's it's not nearly, it won't run out on its own usually. And then I turn the oven up to 405 degrees and I put it in for about another 5 to 10 minutes, depending on what I'm doing, to get that crust on the outside. And then you carve and you enjoy. That's it. That's the Christmas, that's the Christmas ham. That is the BSB. That is the Daddy Duke's BSB ham. I think that's what officially what we're going to call it. The Daddy Duke's BSB ham. That's from my dad. My dad. Uh, it is amazing. Now, go forth. Find yourself a bone-in ham if you can find one anywhere. That's what you need. It was that's what you need right there. So, uh, good. All right. Hey, look. Uh, Chris, Christopher Cushman's calling me. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Good morning, Michael. Doing well. Uh, I just wanted to try and call you this morning and congratulate you. We're off the air with the radio, but we're still on with the Facebook crowd. You are the winner of the fifth day of Christmas. You have won a bivy stick, my friend. Well, I appreciate you signing up. Are you are you all ready for Christmas? Uh, we are. Uh, I'm off for the next couple days. Have to work Christmas Eve, and then off Christmas Day to be home with family. So fantastic! Yeah, we're looking forward to it. They're going to be excited to hear that we got one of those. Good deal. Good deal. Well, I'm going to send you an email asking for your mailing address, and then I, and then I will send you an email with all the information about the bivy stick. So be looking for my email. Uh, if you get it to me today, we'll get it put in the mail today. You should have it uh, hopefully right after Christmas. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. Merry Christmas, Christopher. Thank you for calling in. Thanks for uh, being part of the show today. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you and your family. You too. You too. Okay, folks. Um, I think that's it. Anything else? Any last words from any of you other than Merry Christmas and Happy New Year? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Oh, man, what a great, great day. I hope you all have a fantastic, fantastic Christmas. I hope you enjoy that childlike wonder. I hope you remember that. And uh, I'm glad uh, I'll be happy to see you guys all in the coming year. It's been a great three days, hasn't it, Terry? It's been a great three days. The Michael Duke Show. Holiday Christmas. With love from my family to yours, may you have the best Christmas imaginable. Thanks for coming in. Don't forget, you can pick up the podcast while uh, 
While I'm on vacation, if you want to you know, feel the need, it'll be alternate programming. Or you could just go back and rewatch some of the shows or listen to the podcasts or do anything else. That's what it's all about. And we will be back here bright and early 6 a.m. on Tuesday morning, January the 3rd. So that's it. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from The Michael Duke Show. We'll see you next year, folks. shed our terrestrial radio skin and now we are slimy lizard internet people it's the michael duke show